1: Everybody and hey. welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. Woo. I'm Jimmy as always with my good buddy Dan for the last episode of No Other Pod in 2021,
2: oh.
3: Dan,
1: How's it going my friend? No shit. That when I wooed, I felt like I just
2: lifted my top up and showed you my showed you my goods. Woo! <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> you know, Nobody knows well, cuz they know. can't see. But give it time my friend. It's uh <laughs> going out with a bang this year, man. Hey hey did you get some good stuff for Christmas? I did get some good stuff.
1: You get, video games and stuff. I got a few video games. Uh, I got a new desk, which I've been wanting uh, because I need to I'm, put a new desk. We don't care together. about the desk. What about uh, video games, man? What'd you get for I'm video games? For de- I got some Switch games. So oh, did yeah. you have a Switch? I had a Switch. Yeah, got uh, got Pokemon Snap, which I've been wanting to get because uh, oh my, way back when I was a big uh, Pokemon Snap guy back in the N64 days. So <laughs> way back, oh, that's the camera one. It's the camera one where you're taking the pictures of the Pokemon. I played
2: that. wasn't even a Pokemon guy, but I I played the damn thing and I was it's like, fun. whatever. I'm a photographer. <laughs> it's fun. There's a
1: new version for the Switch. Wow, so, got that. I thought you got were a... going to tell
2: me we could play some uh, Call of Duty or something. You know,
1: <laughs> I did get three months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate so oh, you didn't have that already okay i well i had it at one point and then i didn't and you know i've been playing some other stuff so i have the digital code now right. so whenever i want to get back on game pass i get a few months out of that and maybe play some get halo. your halo going on yeah i played some halo uh multiplayer because that was free you don't need the uh, uh game pass to play the multiplayer so my brother and my cousin and i got on there tried it out a little bit it was pretty fun
2: yeah i i played through the campaign this week and uh I get too scared when I'm not playing co-op. <laughs> I, I, you play single player and I got no one there to be with yeah. me, no one to talk to, and some of those monsters scare me. <laughs> channel your inner master chief <laughs>
1: yeah, he's still the much. the main character in, the, in in halo? Oh yeah,
2: okay, absolutely. because there, there was there was one
1: I think where Master Chief wasn't the the dude you were playing,
2: right. yeah, yeah, it was a whole different thing they tried to do, so
1: yeah, well, how about you? What, what'd you what'd you get?
2: Uh, buddy, I got, I, what I asked for was money for mm-hmm. new soccer shoes. Okay. All right. And I got them. Okay. I mean, I'm talking, Went with the Adidas predators? You guys, okay. uh, if you know anything about that, they they, they look like I should be really good. So jokes on you,
1: I'm not that good. <laughs> you you sent me a photo I'm, of these things and they are wild. They're cool. I, I think
2: I've seen Shallowy wearing uh, these before. You, it's no laces. So I was yeah. very skeptical about that. But when I tried them on I was like, oh these are these are great. Yeah. I tried on a bunch too, like different Nike's, different Adidas, and these were the ones. Those were it. It's they crazy. look kind of spiky almost. They're a little spiky which is to like help with ball control I guess, which I I could use every advantage I can get. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's it's wild. Supposed to be good for firm ground, so good for your joints and stuff, yeah. which again,
1: getting old. <laughs> hey, aren't we all? I'm another, another exciting, year older man. since we last talked.
2: Yeah, right we are uh you, you are a year older right mm-hmm. yeah
1: had a little birthday action that's always fun i guess yeah so it was good uh you know uh with omicron everything going around I'm, I'm a little nervous but thankfully um you know we just had a small family gathering everyone vaccinated everyone healthy so that's good but take care of yourselves out there if you're you know feeling sick make sure you stay home If you haven't gotten your booster go get it it's wild we're times.
2: Did, doesn't it feel like we're Back
1: to square one almost. I know we're not, but it kind of feels that way. So I had started to feel that way a little bit. And then I read an article that was like, it made me feel a little better because it was like, yes, we're probably going to have more cases in the next couple of weeks than we've ever had. And that's scary. Um, But they were like, with the presence of vaccines and boosters and all that, um, even though like just a few days ago, we had already surpassed the daily number of cases that the peak of Delta was um, mm-hmm. hospitalizations was something like only 50% of what it was um, hmm. before. So vaccines and boosters are helping. Hopefully this one's a little bit less severe. Hopefully we can just m- move into 2022, keep putting this more and more behind us and get back to normal because I'm tired. man. <laughs>
2: I'm tired. Yeah, it's a little rough. Uh, you know, a lot of places though have been, you know, transitioning to full-time at home mm-hmm. work yeah um you know and i'm i'm all for that i dig that oh yeah absolutely um, don't don't need to even wear pants at all it's pretty <laughs> wonderful <laughs> i can see
1: right now and no, i'm kidding <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah you know it's cool man
1: like you don't need to shave or do your hair or whatever it's it's nice have you uh so the the most i ever let like my beard grow out was during quarantine when i didn't have to go into the office and because i can't really mm-hmm. grow a beard so i was like right. let me just see how long i can get and the only reason I shaved it is because it started feeling so gross, like itchy. And I was like, this isn't going to fill out. It looks terrible. I can't do this." Well, you got to get
2: past the itchy phase, but what the thing is you look older and who Mm -hmm. wants to do that unless you're like 20. Right. Uh, And, and then you really got to take care of it like like you would your hair because yeah, face dandruff is a thing. Right. And, and also you got to make sure your significant other is okay with like cuddling, you know, like, my my wife is not she's like please don't do that and i was like but i look so cool it grows in red you know it's because yours really grow in red it does well once it gets longer it gets a little little red hue to it it's a scottish in me
1: johnny russell Uh, okay yeah basically you and johnny are basically the same person basically best friends slash brothers really yeah yeah it's um (laughs) i don't know it's uh it's wild times man but i can't believe we're winding down 2021 it's gonna be 2022 that's insane. Before what we, we know do? it, it's we, going to be the new MLS season.
2: Yeah. Are we supposed to talk about like resolutions for next year or like our favorite moment of this past year?
1: We can what, talk about we, that. Yeah.
2: Feels like that should be mentioned.
1: Yeah. Um, I think we'll, we'll go over maybe favorite moments from 2021, what we're hoping to see in 2022. Uh, or we else did. we're spending
2: half an hour on Roger
1: Espinosa getting a <laughs> uh,
2: make believe award. I'm just throwing right. it out there. Congrats to
1: Roger <laughs> for getting an award, but we, you know, it's uh, it was some coaches association award and not make believe, and, of course, but it's just, a, I mean that's a real award. If I haven't heard of it, it's fake. It's an honorary All America <laughs> award from the United Soccer coaches. And so he and Low Lamonto are getting it. So congrats to them. But uh yeah. So hey, shout out to Roger and Lowe. But that's all we gotta say about it. We did get a review. Hey You wanna take care of that and tell our people what we got reviewed for? Let me pull it up here, man. We got
2: reviewed for doing the Lord's work, all right, <laughs> from Really Pale Mom. Now, I'm thinking maybe a relation to a really pale guy, Garrett Alley, uh, one of our friends on Twitter. It's either his mom or his wife, I would guess. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, set it straight, Garrett. If not, copyright infringement. Let's shut this. Let's shut this out of a bitch down. Need a cease and desist okay. letter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really Pale Mom says, five stars, I'm out here doing the Lord's work chopping wood and carrying water yimmy and daniel talk about the same stuff that my buddies talk about whenever we get together after games in the tavern love it you guys <laughs> i i love that you got uh yimmy? You, got, you just got hispanicized is yeah. what that was <laughs> yeah
3: so i uh, <laughs> you feel festive you feel
2: south of the border for a minute a little bit yeah
1: i dig it but uh yeah thank you for that review that's
2: awesome thank you hey chop wood and carry water is uh it's an excellent phrase by the way I did a whole
1: <laughs> book report on it
2: in college uh, oh, yeah? on, on a book called Chop Wood, Carry Water. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. I think about it and I'm like, fuck that book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, we appreciate everybody who's left us a five-star rating and review. If you have not yet left us one, please go do so. Let's see. Can we get some more before the end of the year? If you haven't left us on, one, get it in before New so. Year's. You got a couple days left. Get in there. I do see, it. Why not? But uh, but thank you to everyone who has done so. We'll be sure to read it. Um, if you haven't left us one and you do, let us know what you want to see from the pod in 2022. We'll see what we can do, pull it off and uh, and, and try to do what we can. But um, yeah, let's, uh, before, you know, there there is a little bit of news to, to talk about here um, for Sporting KC, so we'll see. Um, but let's do sort of what you just talked about. Let's talk about what maybe our favorite moments from 2021 are and you know we should probably keep it sporting casey related if we can but uh but but what was your best or top or favorite moment um in 2021 for sporting casey okay personal
2: favorite Just personal personal favorite moment
1: i'm not even gonna go into like top five
2: or whatever we'll spend 45 minutes on it. one was going to seattle okay and being in this stadium and seeing them pack all available seats in that mm-hmm. lower bowl, mm-hmm. you know, 40 some thousand people there and us winning and being among like 90 or hundred Cauldron Roadrun members. Mm-hmm. And just, I don't know, man, it was just so cool. You know, yeah. it, it's uh, the stadium atmosphere and everything. Seattle's a, a great place. And I, it yeah. truly felt like when we won there,
1: again it truly felt like a rivalry yeah a new rivalry has been born yeah seattle's a great city um i have not been to a game there although i've been to seattle many times i need to get to a game there Uh, i have sounders friends who keep telling me i have a place to stay if i go so i need to just take Hmm. them up on that um but no that's awesome i didn't get to a road game this year um i know you did and uh that is something that hopefully i can do in 2022 uh pending obviously covid but um there's some good games that we talked about wanting to get to. I mean, Montreal would be right there atop my list if I could, but we'll see. Uh, That'd be that's, cool. That's a really good one. That's a good number, number one moment for you.
2: Yeah. No, absolutely. And next year, you know, hoping to get to a few more games. I mean, with L.A. and Nashville uh, being among my top ones.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see, man. I think my, you know, going way back But I think my best moment from the 2021 season, honestly, was the first time I walked back into Children's Mercy Park to start the year after Mm. it being literally about a year since I had been there Um, because I went to the first two games of the 2020 season and Mm -hmm. then, or first game, I think we had what, gotten maybe two games total down. There was at least one home game. I had been to at least whatever that first home game was and, um, and then COVID hit. And then even though they started letting some fans and some media back into the games later in the year, I did not go because I was, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to be careful and and I didn't want to catch it. Yeah. Um, I didn't go either. It it was not safe to do those kind of things. Right. Whatever CDC said, I'm, you know, not doing it. I didn't want to do it. So then I got vaccinated and um, because of work pretty early on and was able to go to, a sporting KC game feeling more safe. And, and that was just, it was really cool to walk back into children's mercy park for the first time in about a year feel, you know, knowing that the world was still upside down that there, you know, I didn't think that it would literally be quite where it is now a year later with vaccines and whatnot. Hopefully I thought it'd be better, but it just felt a little bit more normal and it felt a little bit more like, man, I'm, I'm back where I should be. So that
2: was pretty cool. Well, here's an honorable mention for you because shortly after the vaccines happened, uh, we got together for the first time Mm -hmm. in a long time and Mm -hmm. were able to take the day off work, Mm -hmm. both from both our places, and went to media day. Yeah, and that was cool, man. Like I, you know, I brought my own vegan food, of course, because I'm lame. But well, they don't ever
1: have it for you.
2: Nah, they ain't got nothing. but but patrick's listening he'll make it work next year but i think uh you know talking to the players a little bit uh just being there in, yeah. the, in the seats and we dressed for like winter like it was yeah. pretty chilly yeah and then the sun
1: came out and it was like well now it's hot yeah get a little warm no pretty that cool. was that was really cool um that's definitely you know if if not right up there with number one that's like 1a for me because yeah. that's that's pretty cool for, uh, for sure that was the first time that you and i both had been to media day together i think right I I'd, I'd never been. You've yeah. never been. Yeah. It's a new thing for me and you are like do you want to come? I'm going to go and I was like, "Huh. I bet I could." Yeah. <laughs> so, it was pretty cool. I'm glad we got to do that. Uh talk to some of the players. I mean, that was outside of the press conferences that I got to do. Um that was really the only time that we talked to players personally yeah. this year that wasn't through uh Zoom interviews. Right. Um and so that that was cool, you know. <laughs> got to uh to talk to a few of the players and get to know them last time we we talked in person to to mr gen buzio before he got transferred overseas so that's right pretty cool feels like it's forever ago
2: yeah that doesn't feel like it was this year to be honest um you know conversely what are we
1: uh what's one thing we're looking forward to next year uh i mean for me probably going to a road game i I just i want to make it happen
2: because you've never really done the road game experience right for sporting
1: i've been to a couple but it, you but have know, you done the true road run though like set with n- the fans the closest i was was i wasn't technically part of the road run but when we were in chicago for that 4-3 oh. game we yep. were directly across the aisle from the road run so like it was like the road run ended there was the stair stairwell and we were the first seats next oh to you it. had assigned seats yes
2: Gotcha. So you didn't come sit in the GA area? No, we bought you. our
1: tickets separately. It just happened to literally be three feet to the right of the road. <laughs> oh, that's random. So well,
2: that's cool. Well, you, you, sh- yeah, you should try to get, you know, score some Rodrin tickets or whatever. And yeah, my hope, my one hope is that we grab Peter Vermees this
1: year. We'll see what we can do.
2: We get him on here. We'll uh, see what we can do. It would be, be so scary. the most embarrassing half hour of my life oh that'd be uh, so scary i'd be a little scared now you've talked to him before and not he knows one-on-one you. not one-on-one but enough for, for him to be like hey you with the face like i know you you know? with
1: the face yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean i'm we'll we'll see what we can do i'm not opposed to it by any means i'm just scared it's gotta happen i mean it, you've heard him on other shows and he I freaking know. talks it's not like he's a brick wall I know. This is though, like, what I was talking about with you before, where I was like, I think the podcast has helped me a little bit with like my imposter syndrome. This is where this comes in a little bit more again, is because I'm like, well, yeah, if it's after a game and I can ask him a question about specifically something that happened with, you know, oh, you, what did you think of Daniel Shalloway? He scored two goals tonight, had a really good performance, that sort of thing. Where it's like, I can ask Peter anything in the world. Like, what if he finds out not I'm an idiot? Dude, like, we could ask him absolutely anything. I mean, we could ask him
2: uh, if he has a hygiene regimen. What kind of soap are you using, my man? You my look God. clean as hell. You know, he's gonna hate us. It, could, <laughs> it could go anywhere. We could get fan <laughs> submissions like days
1: ahead of time. This this could get crazy. It doesn't have to go off the rails. What if he's like what Jacob, when Jacob Peterson came on, he's like, Yeah, when you said this a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, Oh my God.
2: I'd lose my mind. He'd be like, Dan, I hear you have been trying to get me on here. And I'd be like, you heard that <laughs> you got the predators a couple weeks ago. And
1: I was <laughs> like, let me see those shoes. I'll be like, I'll be right back. <laughs> and I'd go grab them. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. No, there's, there's definitely some cool things we want to do with the pod in, in 2022. We've talked about trying to get scarves for a long time. Maybe we'll yeah. try to get that done in 2022. Uh, maybe more wisdom talks what well maybe we'll see if not there, twitter, so. twitter spaces i don't know we'll, we'll figure that's out. a thing so we'll see we'll see what happens but um but yeah i don't know man exciting things to come in 2022 looking forward to uh, to a, a revamped roster of some sort um you know we already have a few moves and we'll talk about a couple of the other ones here that happened and um and yeah just looking forward to to seeing what can happen in 2022 indeed so Let's go ahead and uh, let's talk about what is probably the biggest news story of the week for Sporting KC. Was that the U.S. Open Cup round of thirty-two? Yes, exactly. That Sporting KC <laughs> will enter the twenty twenty-two U.S. Open Cup in the round of thirty-two, and that's it. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations. What do you got? Um, Sporting KC selected somebody in the re-entry draft. We do that sometimes. One one of the many weird off-season uh, roster mechanisms in MLS. It's the re-entry draft and not almost nobody selects anyone in stage one. And that is because uh, I'm sure I get this wrong. So my apologies if I'm getting this wrong, but, um, my understanding for the stage one of the re-entry draft is if you pick up or if you draft somebody, you have to pick up their option if you draft them in stage one. So, uh, most people, do not dra- or most teams do not draft someone in stage one because they,
3: they don't necessarily want deal. to
1: pick up the option they want off of their own deal. And that's what I happened feel, yeah. with Sporting KC. In stage two of the re-entry draft, uh Sporting KC selected uh forward Robert barrett from the Chicago Fire. Um Croatian dude, right? Or North oh gosh now you're putting i'm not really sure
2: when you put a ch on the end of someone's name i immediately go to croatia
1: <laughs> i don't think but i don't Croatian. think he is i think he's is it Slovenian. yeah he's slovenian slovenian yeah from kursko slovenia
2: and the stage two re-entry that sounds 30, so
1: serious 30 years old um and and so what this means he was selected in stage two um sporting KC has to make a genuine contract offer is what it says so it can't they can't come in and lowball him and be like here's the veterans minimum or whatnot they have to 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 make him what would be considered a genuine contract offer within seven days from selecting him um so oh. of course this would be like within the next day or two that's like the today support. right because uh he was drafted on thursday um oh, thursday believe, last thursday december 23rd uh so i mean It'd be like today or tomorrow that they have to offer it to him. And then I don't know how long he has to to decide. Talk to me in bank jargon, my friend. Are we talking seven business days? Are
2: we talking,
1: (laughs) you know? Just says within the next seven days. And if an agreement is reached, then Barrett will be added to the team's roster for the 2022 season. If an agreement is not reached, sporting will hold the right of first refusal for Barrett within MLS. Seven days.
2: I've seen the ring, bro.
1: That does not end well. So this is an interesting one because... (laughs) nothing. I was, um, it was good. It was good. You've never seen the ring. No, it's been a long time, but I have. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That movie scared me. It's very, yeah. We were way too young to be watching that shit. Yeah. I was terrified. Um, (laughs) He's a former designated player. He's been with Chicago for two years. Um, Scored some goals there. This is a weird one because a lot of fire players will be like, ah, he's a failed designated player. He's not that good. He's bad. You know, this, that he led Chicago in scoring in each of the past two seasons now I mean Chicago was bad so that's not saying a whole lot that's the thing so he scored 20 goals and had four assists and 56 total appearances across the past two seasons so is that's not terrible
2: that's 20 not goals, you said 20 I mean that averages the 10 goals a season I think if anyone
1: puts up that amount of goals it's pretty that's pretty fun you know he was uh, the league's second-leading scorer in 2020, the COVID-shortened season with 12 goals, and was an MLS Newcomer of the Year finalist alongside Alan Polito. Uh, he has more than 150 goals in his professional career. Uh, you know, he this would not be a starting caliber st- – well, he wouldn't start for Sporting KC because that's Alan Polito's spot. But if Sporting and Barrich can come to a contract agreement, I would say this is probably one of, if not the best backup striker in the league. And you had people like yeah. Matt Doyle, who was out there after uh, sporting selected Barrett saying that Barrett would feast, quote unquote, in sporting Casey's offensive system.
2: I think so. And I don't know if there's any truth to this at all. I think I saw on like the Facebook comments where someone was like, oh, word has it. He wants to go back to home to Slovenia. And who knows if that's real at all. Facebook comments, everyone's fake and loser, right? So if that's the case, then that sucks. But if you look at our draft history with the re-entry process, Mm -hmm. uh, we don't lose people. When we draft them, we keep them. I'm talking Alec Kahn, Andrew Dykstra, Richard Sanchez, Kendall McIntosh, Felipe Gutierrez. You hang on to them. Yeah. Well, Gutierrez and then signed with you know in chile but whatever
1: yeah but you know so what um what doyle said specifically is bearish will feast with the sporting attack and allows them to get off Polito if they need to that's an interesting tidbit he throws in there we need that because if Polito is a little tight or a little sore
2: it's like all right take a breather here take a week off you know yeah and i don't like this right of first refusal thing by the way so he can leave the country but then comes back and we have his rights and it it I'm sorry it feels like slavery it feels like what are you going to pay me for this man and it's like hold on like you don't even own him he went back home overseas why what is this it right is a, refusal?
1: it is a unique wrinkle especially in american sports where um it's, it's you know he's not under contract but a single team owns the rights to the player it's you know in the NFL, you don't really have that. It's like, okay, the only the closest situation would be like if a player retires, well, they have years left on their contract. Well, if they want to come back, they have to either come to terms with the team to terminate their contract or they have mm-hmm. to come back to that team as long as their contract terms would have been there. You, it's not but, like they're going to go play football in Australia or anything. Right. So like, you know. That's called rugby. Andrew Luck can't retire from uh, the Colts. With four years left on his deal, and then a year later come back and be like, never mind, I want to play for the Packers. Like, that's not how it works. Right. But if you're a free agent, you know, you can go anywhere. So it's just a weird roster mechanism. But forgot about Andrew Luck. (laughs) It's this is interesting because it's almost like a I would call this a no-lose situation for sporting KC, because if they come to a contract agreement that's agreeable for all parties involved. Well, then you have one of the better backup strikers who could fill in and start on on an as needed basis um, in the league. If it doesn't work out, then okay, well, you're no worse off than you were before. You're in the exact same spot, and it didn't cost you any money. Hey, if it works out,
2: I think we'll all be happy, happier for it. You know. So yeah. I mean, hopefully they can get something done. The dude's got his his green card. Just got it this year, so
1: that's something. He does so he's not. Uh, an international player which is another huge thing yeah um, here's the thing we just we rock at drafts sometimes like we really do pretty well yeah I mean sport Peter Vermees and sporting have a pretty good history of finding player I mean they drafted Tom Dwyer they drafted Graham Zusi, they drafted uh, Matt Beisler uh, I mean the scouting network is is legit um, so this is this is a really interesting move here's here's the thing Last year, in 2021, do you know what Robert Barich made? Uh, how, Was it a lot? He was a designated player. His so base salary was $2.275 million. Whoa. His guaranteed salary was $2.7 million. Whoa. Do you want to know what the highest paid player on Sporting KC is? Uh, well, what's Alan Polito making? Alan Polito's the highest paid player. With both a base and guaranteed reported salary of two point two million, so, so he was making more than Polito. He was making more than Alan Polito. He would be. Ooh. He would. He would. He was making more than the highest paid player on Sporting KC. He would have to take quite a significant pay cut to not be a designated player. Um, I mean, I assume so. I would think he probably has to take a pay cut of at least a million dollars a year. Yeah, and that would yeah, put him probably. down closer to that. Andre Ufantas, Johnny Russell type range, which would still be a top three or four paid player on Sporting KC. Sure. But, I mean, I would be okay with that if you could make him sort of a TAM player who can step in, especially with Polito's injury history. Um, It kind of makes you wonder how many points we left on the table not having somebody who could step in on a consistent basis for Polito that doesn't pull uh, Kyrie away from being out on the wing. So, yeah, no kidding. I'm okay if well, you put one, one, two, one, three million toward a guy like Barrett, if if he can if you can get him to agree to it. Well keep your
2: eyeballs open and and you know, next day or so we'll we'll know something probably.
1: Yeah. And you know, if it doesn't work out, then okay. Like we said, we are mm-hmm. in no worse a uh, position than we were before we drafted him.
2: We hardly knew ye, Robert Barrich.
1: Yeah. So We'll see. I I don't want, I saw some fans like kind of poo-pooing it being like, oh, if he failed in Chicago, we don't want him. Well, like you said, the fire, no pun intended, should be the Chicago dumpster fire. So I guess there is a pun intended. But it's (laughs) no pun intended, but let me throw this pun out there. (laughs) So it's, you know, it's a totally different situation.
2: Yeah, no doubt. It's, it's, I don't think, you know, a bad team, has good players right like it's just it is what it is i mean uh, look at what freaking detroit lions have been bad for how long right. and they even had uh damakhan sue mm-hmm. and uh matthew Matt stafford. stafford yeah great players but they just calvin couldn't Johnson, get the job done calvin Sanders. <laughs> and now those players have done they've left and they're crushing it elsewhere.
1: You Two know? of those players literally, literally retired early rather than continue to play for the Detroit Lions. Yeah, for sure. And Barry, Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. Stafford
2: but, and Sue are killing the game, man. It's, it's, yeah. It just shows like he could come here and, and make a real big impact on our squad and help us make open cup run, uh, help us win that miserable leagues cup. You know, it
1: could be fun. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be cool. So we'll see. Hopefully we'll get some good news. And if not, then we hit the market. I think there's plenty more signings to come. So, yeah. And one of those, there's a rumor. We get all sorts of weird rumors during this time yeah. and this probably won't be confirmed if it does happen for a while, but there is a rumor from a uh, a German newspaper or website, I don't know what it is. Um it's from a website called Nogomania, Nogomania. mania So obviously this is a very legitimate website. Um <laughs> that says sporting kc has been linked to 20 year old german center back robert voleder so uh and i'm realizing now i'm not even sure this website is in german this website might be in like slovenian or something but he's a yeah, German dude
2: you sent it to me and i was like is this hungarian or something or... i think it's
1: slovenian so Weird. he spent robert Barrich's people trying to throw us off he's a 20 year old german center back uh robert voleder um he uh he spent the season on loan with nk marabour who were at the top of the table before the winter break um and they got him on loan uh and then uh, a permanent move from um uh fc Cologne or cologne as they're known in english uh, from the yeah. bundesliga Kurn. so um he's a left-footed you gotta center back the <laughs> he's a left-footed center back he's pretty young so this is probably a depth signing more than anything but we need another center back. We only have three on the roster right now. Yeah, and is this a uh, you know young young strapping gentleman coming in hot to to challenge Fantas and uh, uh, EC? I, I mean, you know, with Fantas, he had a great year last year, but you also know he's got a little bit of an injury history. So having a a tall left footed center back who could potentially step in uh, for uh, for Fantas that's that's not a bad deal. So yeah, I'm okay. Um, if, if this works out, but it's always tough to know, um, like there's, there's a highlight package of him on uh, YouTube. Um, but he was just 17 years old at the time when he was in that highlight package. So it's always hard to really know, um, you know, the, the, the best thing that you can do, I guess, outside of that is try to look up what FIFA ratings, but that's not a reliable, um, judge of how good someone is either. So right it's just you know it's hard to know until you actually like EC. that's here that's a great example none of us knew who nicholas EC Mount marine was before we signed him and none of us could have known how good he would be but then we got him and he stepped in and played and we're like okay this is this is a legit player so
2: yeah you just never know man we we get a bunch of people it's like never heard of them but uh you just
1: you trust and believe mm-hmm. so we'll see um, those are the big, the big news items, I guess I would say, uh, for the week. Um, speaking of, of roster movement or, or, or roster depth or whatnot, okay, so we know we might potentially have a, a, a backup forward in Barich. Um, we, we have uh, potentially a starting left back in Ben Sweat. Um, we, we have uh, some depth in the midfield with Uri Rosell. If you had to choose, what is one position that we have not yet signed someone for that you most desperately want us to see sign someone in that position
2: i mean what it has to be the the winger or the left back right
1: well, we have Ben sweat at left back winger winger's sure. up the, uh, right back we right now just have Caden and pierre
2: <laughs> well officially yeah and I'm, I'm over here assuming i'm assuming Zusi and espinoza are going to re-sign you would think it's Re-hyphen i mean hyphen sign don't be doing that no hyphen <laughs> bullshit. Y'all resign. be scaring me
1: online. I mean, it I would be surprised if Sporting KC was out there putting up articles about Roger Espinosa with him out of contract if they were not confident that he was going to resign.
2: Yeah. I mean, but he's still technically on the team for, you know, three more days. That's true. You know, he's still under That's contract. True. So it's like, I don't know. It's
1: kind of weird. Um so, so right back for me obviously because I, I want even if we do resign graham zussi i'd like to have another person there but uh, Wait, you, you said winger do they I,
2: have to re-sign by december 31st though? So? it doesn't like have they, to be before then no, doesn't have just,
1: to be would be out of contract out of contract means they could start looking elsewhere and teams can i mean they could have signed a pre-contract six months ago if they wanted to with another team you can sign a pre-contract with six months left on your current deal
2: Yeah, that would have surfaced though. We we would have heard some kind of. Oh no, it
1: it hasn't happened. I'm just saying, like technically, for the last six months, they could have been looking. Sure, but like, don't don't try to scare the people at home. No, all right. (laughs) No, no, I still think there's a very high likelihood that that and Roger are back next year. I'm sure they're just. Something after the new year will come out, and they get through the holidays. Oh yeah, cross your T's, dot your eyes, and hey,
2: we're gonna we're gonna ride these guys like a like a high school Ford Bronco, man. Like <laughs> till the wheels come off, man. That's, <laughs> yeah, you know, run them, run them dry. So, what what do you
1: think? Is it is it winger that you want most? Or I well, get or... I guess so. Yeah, I mean it has to be right. That's really the big one. It's it, for me. It's winger, um specifically left wing, because I like Kyrie on the right. Um, yeah or uh right back those are the two biggest positions of need for me right now i'd still love another left back i'm sure we'll get one because we have one right now
2: um yeah really wild to see uh martins and and amadou dia and yeah you know just let go like that
1: feels weird this is going to be a really interesting roster construction over the next couple of months because there's still so many holes that need to be filled
2: you're going to feel a little bit like a different team huh
1: yeah, it's it's weird because it's it's sort of been this way for the last however many years where it doesn't feel like a total rebuild because there's enough holdovers from the year before where you're like, okay, it's almost just like a reload, not a rebuild. But then you look yeah. at the team now compared to when you could argue that the rebuild kind of started, and there's like three guys still left. I mean, it's mm-hmm. and that's if it's like Zeusy, Tim, and Roger. Basically, I mean, I guess Johnny's been around for a while ish now, but like, think about how it used to be like Beasler, Roger, Benny, Seth, Tim, Jake, like all these people where you're like, they've been around for so long and slowly one by one, it's kind of been this turnover and Ilya's come and gone. And, um, you know, there's just been a number of people who have, have come and gone. If, uh, Felipe Gutierrez has come and gone, uh, True it's just buzio's come and gone um it's kind of a different team now even though it's still it hasn't really felt like we've done a quote-unquote rebuild yeah for sure which just interesting but i think that almost you know we talked with uh, with sean a couple of weeks ago about the like vermese out people and i think granted yes we haven't won a trophy in a few years but like I don't think people realize how hard it is to not have to just blow it up and start over and have a couple of years of just being terrible, but to continue to reload in a people way where you it. consistently compete for the top of the spot in the in the Western Conference.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. Other teams are absolutely blowing it up, dude. Like, look at someone like the Galaxy or whatever. You know what I mean? There. Mm-hmm. Their roster looks different all the time. It's crazy. Look at
1: LAFC. Like, they're yeah. – you know, Diego Rossi's gone now. has um, just gone. Their coach just – like, they had their window where they're like, damn, they're like one of the cream of the crops of MLS, and they're still going to be really good. But Vela's yeah. getting a little bit older now. Mark Anthony is not there anymore. Atuesta's gone. Diego Rossi's gone. Like – It's weird. They kind of missed their window almost in a way. Right. So – We'll see. But I don't know. I'm excited to see what's to come. So, Absolutely. Uh, let's see here. I don't know that there's anything else in terms of like SKC news to to talk about. Not let's, right now. Um, let's, let's look at a couple of our questions that we got from some of our listeners here. Um, first off, <laughs> Brody Saber, which amazing name. My name is Brody Saber. That's Sounds like a friggin' Jedi. Uh um, sounds good. Uh, he didn't ask a question. He just said your dedication in the offseason and through the holidays is much appreciated. So thank you, Prody. That's very kind of huh. you. That is nice. <laughs> wow, that's not a question at all. Um, Connor Bateman says, Do you think we get a deal done for Barrich? I'm hoping because he would be a great addition. So we talked about that a little bit today. But what do you have a gut feeling one way or the other? Uh if we do sign him. If we get a deal done for bearish.
2: I kind of feel like we don't get it done.
1: Oh, okay. I kind of feel like we do. You think we do? I think I think something. Yeah, I think if they, especially if they can get them to Kansas City to see the facilities and be like, this isn't Chicago, like this is a legit operation. Yeah.
2: You make a good point. Um, you know that they they've done that all the time. They get people in the door and mm-hmm. people take a look around. They're like, well, shit. Yeah, you know, this is great, and I don't have to play on a on a football
1: field and that's and and try to get people in the stands that's cool. Yeah. Well, and Peter kind of said that like that's the hardest thing is getting somebody to Kansas City, but once you get them there, the facilities sell themselves. Right. So. That's and then Drake true. Drake Ewing our boy, he said since we're rumored on signing a center back today, which we talked about, by the time you release the pod, we'll have signed him such as the no other pod magic.
2: There you go, man. Drake said that?
1: Yes. Well, that's
2: probably what uh, will happen, which we'll is see. kind of awesome.
1: We'll see. I, I'll, I'll be shocked if we get anything done with that player before uh, if it does happen, if it's before the new year. But we'll see. Sometimes those rumors break like a week or two before anything actually gets done. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes they're just like there was a passing conversation about him and then, you know, it somehow gets reported and that's it. So. Well,
2: and sometimes it's absolutely nothing.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. But thank you for the questions. We appreciate it. Um, we did get an email um, from our, our, our boy Garrett Alley. Um, and he just said, you know, hey, my 64 year old dad is having knee surgery on Monday. So that would have been a few days ago. Uh, just hoping I can get some good vibes for his recovery. Happy holidays to you guys and keep it up. Uh, well, we vibing. Garrett, shout out to your dad. Here's hoping for a, a quick and speedy recovery from his knee surgery. Um, I assume he, his name is Really Pale Dad, if you are a really pale guy. And <laughs> it was either your wife or your mom or somebody who was really pale mom. So shout out to Really Pale Dad, if he listens. No, that's um, I mean.
2: Hopefully it's just a routine thing and not, a, not an issue.
1: Yeah, but here's to a quick and easy recovery and an even better 2022 for your dad. And uh, he'll be running around kicking a ball in no time if that's what he does. So uh, let's, let's see here. A couple news and notes from around the league. Um, y'all know former sporting KC player, former sporting KC2 head coach, Paulo Nagamura. And he left sporting KC2 a little while ago to, to pursue some other career opportunities. And at the time we right. kind of wondered what his next step might be. There were some rumors about coaching opportunities or whatnot. Well, the latest reports According to MLSsoccer.com and Glenn Davis out of Houston says that the Houston Dynamo are set to name Paulo Nagamura as their next head coach. Wow. It's kind of an interesting move there. Yeah. That it's, is. It's, I had no idea. You know, it's it's first off, it's weird going from sporting to to Houston. I mean, it was kind of weird when brad davis did it as a player in reverse it was it was tough to learn to root for a guy who you rooted against for so long um so this would be weird to see a guy who's been in the sporting kc sort of system go elsewhere especially to a place like houston but i don't know, you know what, what houston's a little bit of a dumpster fire too so what are your thoughts on this for paula my thoughts are that they're you know they they
2: I don't know. They'll be getting someone who knows some things. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been with Peter and they he's in the freaking coach's office with them all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's uh it's probably a good hire. I mean, he hasn't I kind of thought he'd be an assistant in MLS mm-hmm. before, like most people do that, right? Mm-hmm. But nah, dude, going straight from you know SKC2 to
1: head coach. Yeah, okay. That's kind of my question i guess is okay he was head coach at skc2 how much do we really know about paulo as a head coach because the head coach of skc2 really aren't you just kind of doing peter's bidding
2: so i guess in reality isn't he just if if, if we're going to say that then isn't he just an assistant coach anyways already so he's not really making a jump straight to head coach he was already an assistant
1: Yeah. I mean, I get, I mean, he's probably doing some in terms of like lineup decisions on a daily basis or whatnot, but it's just, Mm -hmm. I don't know. This is such an interesting one to me because I like Paulo. I want him to do well. I just, I feel like I have no idea what Paulo's coaching style is. I have no idea what type of system he runs because he's just out there running a four and Peter's like, Hey, uh, Jalen hasn't gotten some minutes as of late. He's going to play right back tonight. And Paulo's like, thank you, sir. May I have some more like thank you sir may i have another like it'll be interesting to see how this plays out yeah no doubt but i'm sure peter would say nothing but you know the nicest words possible about paulo though so
2: yeah i mean it's i definitely won't root for the guy and (laughs) that we will be mortal enemies uh when they come to children's mercy
1: park (laughs) but uh you know it is what it is do you have a team that you like like where does Houston rank in terms of like your most hated teams in the league?
2: Oh, I mean it's up there, right they've had some we've had some issues We've so had some scraps. there's been some scraps and Dallas is up there too, but lately Colorado's been coming up there with it okay. and then you got Seattle who's just a monster and Portland's always been a monster bro there is mm-hmm. no one RSL RSL. So how can you even if people that are ranking their their most hated teams, yeah. more power to you i don't think i can do that yeah. because they
1: all grind different gears rsl is definitely up there for me um atlanta is up there for me not because of anything that's happened on the field but because of their fan base
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh seattle and portland are up there houston's definitely up there rsl i think i just had a th- like i freaking hated kyle beckerman okay and javi morales at like and freaking Luke Mulholland. I just wanted to punch him in the face as hard as I possibly could.
2: Yeah. But Colorado's got, uh, you know, the the freaking Barrios guy and, he came from Dallas, right. Diego Rubio was on there scoring and celebrating on us. And that was a whole thing for a minute. So it's, uh, you know, that whole, everyone, everyone kind of gets on my nerves. I'm being honest. I'm just, I'm just not a fun guy. Whoever
1: has Marlon Hairston. Yeah, I, where's he at? <laughs> well, I don't know. He blocked you, so you can't see him. I don't even you know. <laughs> it's too bad. He was on Houston and Colorado. So God knows where he is now.
2: Yeah, no idea. I
1: is he retired now. I don't know. I ever. know. Where is oh, Marlon he played Harrison? for Columbus this year. Did he? I was going to add. He's only twenty-one. He's only 27 years old? He feels so games much at older. Columbus.
2: And then he was ah. with Minnesota for nine
1: games? What the hell?
2: Wow, we we have lost track of Marlon Hairston. Lost track, man, my my buddy. It's too bad. <laughs>
1: um, dang, he's been around for so long. I had no idea he was that young. Yeah, he first made his debut in 2014. Well, what did he do? He came
2: out of the Colorado system, kind of, or no, no, he didn't.
1: I don't he he had that Generation
2: Adidas contract and was drafted uh, to the Rapids. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: yeah, so I don't know, man. Well. Shout out to, uh, to Paulo, I guess. I mean, good luck, but not too much good luck. Exactly. So, and then lastly, I guess this is the biggest news of the, 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 the week for the league. Um, there's a report that Napoli striker Lorenzo Insigne is going to join Toronto FC. And for those of you who don't know, Lorenzo Insigne, he is a 30 a year old. Uh, excuse me, I said striker. I think he's a winger. Um, he uh, he plays for Napoli in Syria. He is a captain. Um, in 319 appearances, he's had 89 goals, at least according to the stats I am looking at. Um, he uh, plays for the Italian national team. He's had 50-some-odd caps. He helped them uh, win uh, the Euro 2020s, I believe. Um, and it, this is... This is a big-time signing for Bob Bradley in Toronto. And according to Paul Tenorio, um, he is likely going to make at least $13 million per year. Um, The previous high in terms of a salary on a yearly basis for a player was $7.2 million for Kaká and Zlatan. So Lorenzo Insigne, who's 30 years old, he's still pretty much in his prime is going to come in and almost double the previous high yearly salary of any MLS player before him.
2: Dude, this is kind of wild because, you know, he, uh, you know, he, he, they won the 2020 Coppa Italia final mm-hmm. uh, over Juventus. Mm-hmm. Did you say that already?
1: No, I said Euro um, 2020. That was the Euros? No, I was, he, he helped Italy win the Euro oh, 2020. Oh, gotcha.
2: But this was Napoli, and they yes. they beat
1: Juventus,
2: and yes. he got to he was the captain, right. freaking captain of Napoli. So it's right. kind of like, I don't know, man. Pretty cool. You gave me one of those faces, like you did it again, Dan. Oh, no, well, I, I was listening, listening to me. You. No, I was no. Sorry, <laughs> Do you remember that? And I repeat, I said the same words you
1: did, and you were like, that's "Are okay. you fucking with me?" <laughs> that's okay. But no, I mean, that's what's so crazy about this is like this isn't Zlatan coming off a knee injury. This isn't Wayne Rooney you know, coming to DC after, you know, being, you know, run, this is an Italian player for a major Italian team who is the captain of that team for like 11 years, deciding to leave one of the best teams in his domestic league to go play in Toronto in MLS. And now, Hey, if they're paying him as much, if not more money and he gets to live in a dope city like Toronto and, and play in a league where he'll just dominate i don't blame him but Mm -hmm. this isn't something that happens very often
2: yeah it really isn't so it's it's interesting and we don't play toronto this year do we we do not uh
1: yay (laughs) yeah it's it's um i don't know this will be interesting uh there were some rumors about the salary that was coming fabrizio romano who's one of the more plugged in um soccer reporters in the world he's got 6.1 million followers on twitter he was saying that it would be 11.5 million euros per season net salary plus 4.5 million add-ons if if he if net salary i I, there must be a translation issue here because net salary would mean after taxes and paul tenorio did some quick math and based on canadian taxes in order to get that much uh, a net salary it would be 13 million dollars net salary that would mean it would be a twenty-eight million per year dollar contract, which would be four times the, the most, the most previous high. So it can't be that it has to be gross. But yeah, either way, he's either doubling or quadrupling the previous high contract in MLS. That's wild. That's
2: wild, man. What a what a news story for
1: the league, you know? Oh, they're gonna milk this like no other. So the, oh, the absolutely the the rumor is that they've agreed to terms and he's gonna join Toronto this summer so he'll he'll finish off the season oh. with napoli and then he'll come to toronto in the summer okay so it's it's just it's interesting very much so so we'll see you wonder if uh toronto can put anything around him that makes them worthwhile or what but
2: yeah that's kind of what that means and you spend all this money on one player and you got no money
1: to pay your your other guys so it's like what the hell are you doing i mean they did it with with the uh, giovinco and it worked but you know yeah. they also had Bradley and alzador and Osorio and you know a number of other players around him who who were pretty good. So true. We'll see, but I think that's about all I have for this week, my friend. Uh, do you have anything else for our last podcast of 2021? No, man, that's it. Uh, thank you all for for
2: sticking with us all year. Looking mm-hmm. forward to big things next year, new things, and uh, you know, keep doing the same old thing we're doing here.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, happy new year, have a safe and happy holiday to everybody listening. We hope you'll be back with us in 2022. There's going to be lots of big things coming for the, the podcast for sporting KC. So uh, we'll be back with you after the new year. Um, if you have not make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at no other pod at Dan Couser, at JC Mac zero three, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod or shoot us an email. No other pod at gmail.com. Uh, check out our merch store bit.ly.com slash no other pod and go there and get yourself some new gear for the new year we uh maybe we'll get some new designs or something at some point in the not too distant future get some fresh new gear for you to buy and uh you know we got to end it this way go to hellotoshi.com slash no other and keep your bum clean for 2022 if you have not yet done so but until next year he's dan i'm jimmy we'll catch y'all later see ya Happy New Year. You
3: mypatriotsupply.com